That's right. Back at it again. It's the podcast. It will fight for your right to party. That's right. That's right. That's right. Dallas Bias Club, Jordan Amati. We be clubbing. Patrick Gallagher. What it do. I'm Blake Higgerson. And away we go. Yes. So, uh, we had uh, the NBA draft since we last uh, hung out together. Of course, we've had some uh, all-star news with the Rangers and Stars draft. Uh, didn't have a pick last night, but yeah. they'll be drafting some more. Going down tonight. And uh, we got that and more. But first, what you been up to, Jordan? Man. So, it's hard out here for a 40-plus-year-old man without a driver's license. That happened. A couple years ago, I got into a little trouble, I guess you, you could ain't say. Be have, you ain't been steady with a driver's license I'd be having ever. issues. Yeah, you know how Like, for always. Yeah, for always. I always got an issue. It's like, you know, I have warrants here, there, whatever. It, it, you know, it's tricky down here in Texas to get that stuff corrected. So... You well, know, I'd say I'd say most of the people who have been arrested multiple multiple times have it's always the same thing. Yeah. Ask DMX. The amount of times DMX got locked up for driver's license yeah. was unheard of. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> so uh license I finally got everything lifted about what, I guess a year or so ago. And you know, priorities, priorities, so I had to take care of other things, but you know. Uh, I went to finally go take my driving test, and I didn't realize it was this hard to take a driving test. If it was, if I knew it was this hard, I would have just taken driver's ed again. So I take the driving test, right? Then uh-huh. you have to go and schedule the actual driving part of it. So I took the written part. Right. So right. they're saying you have ninety days to take it. Oh, but whenever, God, but, but when you go on, yeah, when you go online to not, schedule, you can't get it within ninety. Yeah, days. you can't get it within ninety days. So they're trying to get, book me for like September. And I'm like, that's after the 90 days right, or October. Right. So it's one of these things that it's like you just got to call around and drive to all these right, DMVs until yeah. you get in there. And that's what I finally ended up doing. So today, finally took the actual driving part. Finally got a legit license again. Very and, nice. And uh, insurance rates are dropping. Do we, do, do we, not, have, we not have a, oh, yeah, do we don't have any applause on the I'll give them the applause. I'll give them oh, applause. I prefer the authentic <laughs> The authentic love, the love for but my yeah, friend. But no, it's, it's impossible to get a driver's license. Yeah, they definitely then, try to make uh, it hard. Well, because, you know, we had the kid uh, trying to get a driver's license. And if you don't schedule out, like, just you can't just get your license at 16 anymore. Like, when I turned 16, yeah. I'd had everything done. I just had to go there and, and do it. And if you, But that was also having the driver's test done with um, driver's ed. Driver's ed. And and I guess she was in the I guess the kid was in the same situation maybe mm-hmm. is it is I maybe they changed something but our driver's ed teacher gave us the test mm-hmm. whereas she had a test with uh, DPS which I see how that can gum up the works and, and push things back yeah but yeah no it took uh it took a while for her to get her driver's license don't get me wrong you know we we faked her out on that stuff anyways yeah. like you know she got into some troubles like well you know. Because of that, by the law, means you can't get your driver's license for six months. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't think she still doesn't know the fact that that's that, that wasn't true. Well, she just got. She don't listen to the show, does she? No. Nah. Nah, she doesn't. Nah. <laughs> Forever living <laughs> in secrecy. Gotcha. Patrick, anything? You care a little bit more about your dad and what he do. <laughs> uh, no, had some Dino's subs, and that's that's probably the best thing. That's the best thing. And, and it was great. There is nothing it wrong with you know subs. Yeah, just beating the heat. Uh, now speaking of you know eating and stuff like that, now I did discover something delicious. So have y'all heard of Wild Fork Foods? 
Wild Fork uh, food store? I'm not. Uh-uh. Okay, so Wild Fork, they it's a chain store. And they sell all sorts of meats. We're talking like exotic meats. The only the only rub on it mm-hmm. is that it's all frozen. You can't get anything okay. thawed. So if you're gonna go there, and is it like a delivery to, service? No, Uh-oh. no. It's a that's a, a store. We went to one I think in North Richland Hills, and it's like a I don't know, probably the size of a Dollar General. Okay, but like new brand. New. How far from the mall? I don't know, 10, 10 minutes. Oh, so it's on the other side of H one. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that. No, it's it's, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit from North Richmond. <laughs> I don't do that. Uh-uh. No, That's like if you you yeah, it's gonna be. I, like, I like to be. It's like I, I complain about the confusion of I don't know where I am in H E B slash where and the mall is North Richmond Hills. That was the weirdest thing when I found that out. But I'm like, I prefer that side. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, we uh, we went. It, Straight to it right after Academy, which is yeah. on, you know, like the outskirts of everything right there. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I mean, like everything. Uh, duck. You want duck? They got duck. You want bison? They got bison. Wagyu. M. Bison. Um, they've got, uh, you know, what, elk, uh, you know, all sorts of uh, different uh, stuff, um, seafoods, things like that. And a really great price because, I mean, they're not. They're not really storing it. You know, it's all frozen, so they don't have to have all this stuff, and so it's just there. So I think we went um, and got, you know, I think the uh, and the, the cuts of meat were, are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, great deal on that. We're going to go back uh, for this uh, weekend, do some grilling on Saturday. Do they have any type of, like, you know, like some, like, uh, condiments or things that you would cook with or something they've like got, rubs and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, they've okay. got they've got so rubs. they got like some different types of like beef tallow and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, it's like it's going down. Yeah, oh yeah, they've got dude, they've got everything. I mean, they've Plus got out that cast iron. It's going down. They've got uh, you know, if frozen, you set up. Is it, is it's everything's like, frozen. Okay, so I mean, they got frozen vegetables. They've got frozen um like uh stuff for like uh, appetizers, things that are already pre cooked stuff, stuff that you can do yourself. So too. next week will we be hearing about all these delicious things you cook for Fourth of July? Uh we're gonna be hearing about something that I just learned about. Um mm-hmm. so Panacha Panache 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 What? It's I don't know what you call me man <laughs> what it is I'm is insulted. there's this cut of beef that's it's what they do in Brazilian steakhouses. Picana. Picana there you go. I got you. Picana so they sell picana there. And so what? And so yeah, I'm gonna do some piccata. Okay. And basically, it's like three different types of meats that they just haven't cut apart. Mm-hmm. But if you you cut it and you do it in a certain way, and that's basically the meat in Brazilian steakhouses do is piccata yeah. that they're slicing off for you, uh, because it's got a big layer of fat on the edge, and then you uh, slice it, but then you curl it to where it's like a a, a fat C, and okay. then you put a skewer through it, and then you grill it like that. But yeah, that I'm gonna try to find some sort of seafood, some sort of other thing to go with everything but they got all sorts of stuff great prices man okay uh worth it worth the checkout i might you have know, to holler at a homie to go out there my girl vegetarian she, uh, ain't, she ain't making that trip you can go online too man they got that's they my got, thing they got an online program. you know that's my thing they do they do online shoot man. let me find them on instacart so, i got the discount it's a it's definitely worth checking out man but yeah so you know holiday stuff if, you, if you're looking just uh, gotta go in advance but like i said great deals on stuff uh t- the last holiday that they had brisket, it was like two ninety eight a pound, which is a good price right oh, yeah. now for brisket. But you got to hit it that early. Yeah, because it's frozen. You got to get it. Well, but it's gone. Yeah, it's you gone. know, by the time you it get there, you can't get no brisket today. It's that crappy. Like, wow, this is okay. It's like trying to buy weed on four twenty. Right, trying to do, exactly. Yep. But they've got that same price this week. 
And, man, all their cuts are phenomenal. Like I said, I mean, the filet mignon, the prices are just are really, really good. And right now, when you sign, we go there and start out discounts and all that good stuff. So, it's worth checking out. Uh, big news, like I said, last week, uh, had the NBA draft. Did either one of y'all actually sit through the draft, Patrick? Did you, did you do some homework? I, okay, here's the thing. So, I watched a little bit of it, and I realized really quickly it's not for me because... <laughs> which uh, which channel did you watch? ABC. Ah, that's why. And you don't ever watch the ABC coverage of a game because it's all... It's like... Uh, it's like the special stories on ESPN, you know how it's like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like so they want to tell you about like how how terrible like Big like this foot, how, foot. how this guy lost his brother when he was the five and story. plays for him or his mom's a cancer survivor. It's like I want to see the stats. I want to see this man dunk from the free throw line in the gate where he went. I don't know why they don't give me just highlight footage. That's why you gotta go to ESPN for it because ever since ABC picked up the coverage, it's so they can tell the the like. Behind the yeah, lines yeah, they, version of everything. It, the ABC is basically Jeremy Shap. Here, yeah. yeah, here's a story that'll make you cry. It also yeah. just it's it tries. I feel like they try hard to compete or at least be presentable the same way like an NFL draft is. Yeah. And I'm but at least personally the they did the same thing. And at least personally, I'm just not as interested. So it makes. Well, I it think yeah. Well, I would say that if good. you watch it on. Different channel, it would be a lot different. Okay. I'm pretty sure that if you watch NFL Draft, you're making sure you're going to watch it on ESPN. That is true. And you're going to make, or you're going to make sure that you're watching it on NFL Network. Yeah, so you're going to yeah, have yeah. the experts talking about it, and they're going to show the highlights. Actually, this year I watched uh, the Micah, whatever the coverage with Micah Parsons. Oh uh, yeah, like uh, I think it was like just digital. Okay, and it was pretty good. Right. But there is a, a huge difference because they're actually telling you player comps, things like that. You're learning. About their play on the field as opposed to here's the interesting story about. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'm like, who does he remind you of on the court? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you know, like I want to know. I want to know. I don't want to know why Omax, Omax's family moved to, like, you know, moved to Canada from Haiti or something. Like, you know, I don't want. I don't want to hear that. I, I assume I, because I, I, Haiti. I, but yeah. And I'm like, or it's like, or why he played on in Mexico. I don't care that he played basketball in Mexico and he went. So I'm like, show me how he dunked on somebody from here. Show me the highlights, how he scored 21 points in 20 minutes in, in the summer league game to where he pulled out of the turn, tournament. So he, cause he knew he was a first round pick after that. I want to see those, those quick points. Cause that's like, that's like seven buckets. You can show me seven buckets in 30 seconds. Y'all can do that. But now nah, y'all want to tell me the sad thing. Like America don't want to see that. Well, actually, America wants to see that. They want to see how we live. <laughs> Look how Tron is living in the city. But uh, yeah. Mavs, uh, you know, had the 10th pick and yeah. traded back to 12, dumped Davis Bertrand's horrible contract, oh, and yeah. still got a guy we yeah. like in oh, Max. Derek Lively the second. Yeah. Before yeah. some other moves, but yeah. first. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been a champion. Of the 12th pick. I've been a champion of Derek Lively since, since more people. I was probably. Let's just say I was the first person saying he's going, he's going in the top twenty. I said it from jump. I never hesitated with that thought, just because it's like if he's the second seven footer and there's no others, it's just gonna it's just gonna play out that well, way. Well, he was also the second best prospect going into college. Yeah. And then, and then people instead, and then people actually went back and watched film instead of looking at a stat sheet because it's like people see five point whatever points they're like ah you're trash. Well, then you go watch his college stats yeah. are trash. Yeah, he scored thirteen points in college. 
Yeah, I mean, 13 points. You look at who all scored 13 points in college, and that list is a now, riddled with Hall of Famers. Did you see, yeah, did you see that, like, they, they put up some list the other day that you're more likely to be an NBA leading scorer if you average less than 18 points a game in college than over 18 points a game in college. They said it's you're more likely to be a 20-point scorer if you average less than 10 points. If you're drafted if you're drafting the top 10, you average less than 10 points a game in college. There, there's a good, really good chance that you're going to end up scoring 20-something points because they say it's because the potential's there and we all know it, or the or you're going to be in a better situation. Like, say, like, what, Devin Booker was a, was with the sixth man for Kentucky, and now he if in a redraft, he's the number one pick. There's just very yeah. few yeah. Uh, people that are like um, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Who go out there like, yeah, dude, I scored 30 points. 30 points scoring in college is unheard of. Yeah. Um, but – and they can turn into Kevin Durant. And it was different. Yeah. There's a lot more Beasleys yeah. out there. Yeah, and the thing is, it's impressive because he's a freshman. You know, like, it was impressive what Steph Curry did because he was doing it as a freshman, sophomore, junior at Davidson. Like, you know, so it's whenever you're a younger guy and you're doing it, it's impressive. But if it's like, but if, like, if you're a senior and you finally figured it out and you're averaging 20-something points a game, it's like, the jig's up. You, you, you play The college on player who's the leading scorer in the NCAA barely ever makes the league <laughs> barely makes the tournament <laughs> sometimes that's true yeah too. but yeah but Derek Lively I'm gonna give it an A I'm giving it an A I'm not Bill Simmons who's the ultimate hater he's the only person I've heard like destroy this I don't know maybe he wanted Lively and thought there was some way that he'd end up in Boston and he's mad at the pick I don't know how you can how you can give us a bad grade for getting rid of Bertans and still getting the guy that we've been saying we wanted pretty uh, much the whole time 100 yeah. percent and what has not been discussed, we talked about it off air, and nobody's really touched on this, is the Mavs play in the Southwest Division, which just landed arguably the best player of all times, yeah. if, you, if you believe, you know. Yeah. Gen scouting. Z, Ralph Sampson. Right, and, and Wimbenyama. Well, guess what? Yeah. Somebody's going to have to defend him a lot. Oh, yeah. And going out and getting a young guy as opposed to trading uh, for Clint Capella, yeah, who's also making a lot of money in 29 to try to stop Wimbenyama. This is a guy who, in theory, you're hoping is going to be the guy who stops Wimbenyama his entire career in San Antonio. Because yeah, he don't care about points. Bill Russell didn't care about points. You know, it's like he wasn't scoring 100. That was that was Will. If you he was, yeah, was shut down their best option, mm-hmm. you know, that was the unfortunate thing about the Mavericks. We can never shut down Tim Duncan. No. We had no answer. We, for Tim we, we had Definitely. fouls for Tim Duncan. We didn't have answers. We had fouls, right. and it pretty much took Dirk taking his game, his post-up game to another level for us to finally start competing with San Antonio and actually being able to beat him. It's like Dirk had to turn, learn how to play like a big because we couldn't find a big to do it. But really it took till Tyson Chandler, you know, and that's what we're hearing. You know, me, I, I say a more athletic go bear. I think Tyson Chandler is just easy. It's, it's easy. familiar. It's like you, bright skin. It's familiar. You, bright skin. It's, it's, it's you, American. It's familiar. It's, it's like, local. I, it's think, like, yeah. I think that's the big And to me, it's like, that. my thing is like, Tyson Chandler is a good shot blocker. And I think that this guy has a chance to be a great shot blocker. What I, I, like, I think that Tyson Chandler, though, he was like an out of the world rebounder. To me, he was very underrated as well, a Well, what people don't remember a lot of it is that Tyson Chandler wasn't a five when he drafted. So yeah, he was Tyson, power forward. Yeah, because so Tyson him Chandler and, ended up developing a whole range of uh-huh. skills. Yeah, he came in the league as a four. Because what, did he play with, what, Eddie Curry? I played a lot of Three, two, yeah, yeah, him and Eddie, came in Curry, Eddie Curry. Then I could have, should have been. I mean, God, that Chicago. When you look at how many times in Chicago, you looked at Chicago's <laughs> roster, were like, they're gonna win another championship. Uh, if you've still like, not seen the uh, show Southside, no. So there's episode like the, it's like Keisha. She starts talking. Yes, hi, my name is Keisha. Yes, I'm married. No, I don't have my wedding ring on. Uh, yes, I have a child. Yes, he's rated top twenty in the area under the age of fifteen. He might go to Iowa State, DePaul, uh, or maybe even George. Or, or, or maybe Illinois State. And it's like, 
And yes, I did date Eddie Curry. Yes, he, he was in the NBA. Yes, his first game and last game were in the same season. So shout out to Southside, keeping it funny. Shout out to Keisha. But I, I mean, there's multiple times, God, right. that you thought Chicago was, they're going to make it. They're going to make it. And then all of a sudden they just wash out hard. Yeah. It's because Eddie Curry couldn't he couldn't stay healthy. Well, Eddie it's like, Curry, it, but, he, but the thing is with him, ben it's like Gordon. But it was crazy because it's like because <laughs> Eddie Curry was like the first big that you saw had the skill. He just didn't have the work ethic, didn't have the size. It's he like, had a res- yeah. he had a renaissance late. In yeah, York. he did. And the thing is, like, but he, he had to change his game. Yeah, but he could he could always get buckets. Yeah, he and that was that was rare. For he was to, a bucket. Yeah, late, to be to be him. young and come in and yeah. be able to get buckets, that was the thing. But you know, shout out to him and Grego and all the. All the ones that we thought were can't miss. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know, like I said, hopefully lively. What you're what you're looking for? What I love that that I heard about him is, and I, I think it was a shot at Christian Wood too. Mm-hmm. He really gets the defensive assignments and picks them up really quickly. Well, because he he knows that's his bag. Christian Wood's like, nah, man. Once I start, once I average twenty, that's me, dog. <laughs> Which Christian Wood look. Offense, he has a place in the NBA. Place it's the just NBA. not here. You just got to have other pieces around. Yeah. Him. Like if you look at but who are you for us to build around? <laughs> right now, if you look at God, man, if you put him in, uh, I'll tell you what. You swap. You put him next to Go Bear and take. Um, oh, Towns. Towns off. Yeah, I think work. that works that right work. there. And then plus the other pieces that you'd be getting in a Towns trade. Yeah. I think that might really work. Is yeah. those two together because Go Bear no offense and. So much defense he could cover for the no defense. And Gobert is a lot bigger than he was when he came in the league, so he's not. And he wasn't like the that rum run that rim runner you look for type of guy, but he's definitely a lot more. You know, he he's he's not the deer that right. he once was. And the big other thing too I like about Lively is that they say that they they really believe that he can stretch the floor uh, outside shooting. We'll see. Yeah, I don't but know. Most if important things rebounding and defense. Yeah. Everything else is a cherry on top. Yeah, but you know, hey, I, just to be a pop threat whenever you're a roll threat is always you know keep them guessing. So now, while you it. watch the whole draft, yeah, is because they go around and do something like this and make a move and get back into the first round. Oh yeah. And draft a guy who I'm. I came into the show today and I had to I had to bow down a little bit to Jordan. I mean, because I, I hear this draft and I hear it's like, oh, Max is a prize. Olivier Maxence Prosper. Okay, that is a name that I've heard and I know why I've heard it. Yes, this obscure to me, not to Jordan name. That's not, why. I, that's why I had to drop the black Mel Kuyper. I'm so much more. <laughs> Because what you had him, uh, you had him as a, one I, of the guys to target for the second round. Well, I said that I, I did. I remember, I brought him up because I said I don't think he'll drop to the second. Okay. Because it's like I, 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 part, I put him in there, but, but I just said I just don't think he'll drop right. to the second. But he's a guy I'd love to have. And him so I was like, well, crap. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be good. Yeah. And um, you know, another good deal there because you know they end up taking a quote unquote bad contract. Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> Away from uh, Sacramento and Rashawn Holmes, the second greatest big man in Bowling and Green State history, getting a first history. round pick, yeah, which we didn't even have to do for a worse contract. I oh, mean, yeah. to me, it's the like policing to is me, it's hilarious. almost like so. It's almost like we traded, we got rid of Bertans to take on Holmes' contract, a guy that we'd actually play versus a guy we won't play, you well, know, and we got a 20, the twenty fourth pick with it. Yeah, and I was like, what's the catch? Yeah, what's the catch? It's like with them, it's just like ever since they had Sabonis, they don't use Holmes. But we can use him. And right before they got Sabonis was really when Holmes was starting to find his stride. 
Uh, you know, this guy double digit scoring, um, not double digit rebounds, but yeah, he was he was up he was, he was up there. It was yeah. like eight. Yeah. You know, he was like a twelve and eight guy, yeah. but at six foot nine, could play some five, some four. Yeah, you came into the league thinking he's he's a four, but you know the league's kind of changed the way that they play to where he's got versus. But yeah, but you know he was defensive player of the year in the MAC while at Bowling Green State. Uh, you know, I want to say he's second to Nate Thurman in all time shot shots. He's a, Bowling Green know, State. Has, he's a good. He's not too old. He's not too young. The big thing too is like they act like that was an unmovable contract. It's a twelve million dollar a year contract, yeah. which. You have to be making twelve million dollars a year to be traded in the first place. Well, the thing is, you can't get anything. You can't get a player worth a fuck for five million. Because the thing is, is like he's he's not a slow guy. You know, he can move. And the thing is, I think he's a perfect plan B for a stopgap center. If we can, because to me, I don't have a problem with that as long as we can get more bodies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he is. I think he is a good portion of a three headed monster. With the ability to also oh, well, play right. full. When we talk about some free agents, I, I got a big man I want to bring up. You I've, know got a, I've got a couple. Right. I've got one for that. But yeah, but yeah, all right, all right, but yeah, but I'm. I also gave Max Sons. I gave O Max. I gave the Mavericks an A. You know why? Because I talked it into existence. You put it out. Hooray there. for me! An A for Amadi's right. <laughs> and you, the big thing is, you didn't talk anything into an existence that was bad. Yeah, which you've done. Uh, yes, I have. You've done. You've, you've, I've you've, talked. I've talked draft picks out of our positioning. Right. You know what I'm saying. You should never do a fantasy football show. <laughs> I'll do it for uh, what team? Just tell me to go pick a team. You know, so we'll like, have to do it after you after you draft your own. How teams. about just make me make me? If, what if it's just because I wear the gear of that team and I curse that team? Huh? Oh, okay. Let's try that one out. All right. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, man. Like, it's like, and I'll just do. But I'll do their draft. I won't talk about the cow. I don't know. No, then it, then everything like will that. hit. Then everything will hit. I think that's fine. You can't right. final destination. You can't. Okay. You can't all right. Final destination, man. It doesn't work. All right. They always find you. <laughs> they always find you. Escape it. No, you can't. Hey. Um, Fall in the yeah. bathtub. What's, what's, what's your, uh, for people who don't know Omax, what's your assessment of what they're getting in Omax? Jordan? Omax, man, he's an energy guy. He's uh, got big big wing potential. He's pretty much a small ball four in college, but I think he's going to be used a lot more on the perimeter. That's why you didn't see a lot of steals from him in college because he was most mainly a post defender, a help side defender. But now that you're going to see him on the perimeter, he's a guy that had a 40 plus inch vertical at the combine. He's a guy that came in at around six, seven, six, eight ish with a seven foot wingspan. So the guy, you know, good weight too. I yeah. Mean, like he was at six, two fifteen, six, eight in yeah. like, you know, big, oh, big yeah. six, eight. And you know, and he's, he, He's a good. He was a top recruited player coming out of Canada. Uh, remember Benedict Matherin, who had a great beginning of last year. Yeah. Some some publications actually had him rated higher coming as the number one prospect coming out of Canada the year that mm -hmm. Matherin was coming went to Arizona. So that's how high that some people thought of him as as recently as three years ago. So for him to make this, like, really, what it is. I only know about this guy because I watched the tournament and I wanted to watch him play during summer league or not not during uh but during the the draft the pre draft combine right so the oh, draft he combine had, he had one game yeah he had one and, game and, and, and he shut it down yeah. played twenty minutes had twenty one points seven rebounds all hustle plays so it's like if you can just jump on the court with strangers and get twenty then that's the type of player that we need on our team and my thing is like I watch these games because I bet on summer league basketball <laughs> people and this uh, is the best way to scout summer league basketball uh, you gotta have a good memory uh, but I, I will bet that still yeah. I will it's boring that time of year yeah, it's, it's like you gotta parlay something with a There's guaranteed baseball game yourself, man. Yeah, I'm sorry don't tell people don't tell people what you what why you bring money to little league games hey man look. <laughs> it's like, hey, number, number number four right there is really twenty four. He got that Griffey swing, you don't know. See that right? wishy mustache? Yeah. Him's fourteen. I am twelve. It's like, 
That's my cousin. He's 24. So the Mavs uh, doing a good job of reloading. Yeah. Well, uh, I wanted to give a couple other grades. Okay. I wanted to shout out the right. state of Texas. I think the state of Texas okay. won as far as the draft went. I think the Rockets ended up having a great draft, getting one of the twins. I uh, got what? They got Amen, the the more point guard of the two twins. Yeah. And they ended up getting Cam Whitmore, who dropped all the way to 20. That's a win because that's a guy that, what, a month ago you thought was going in the top five. So – it's, if he's a problem, he's a problem who drops to 20. He's a guy who I always compared to, like, an Al Thornton. Remember him? Uh, an Al Thornton type of guy or, or a semi Ujale guy. Uh, he's a guy that's like he does a lot of things well, but he's just a black hole when he has the ball. But if you have guys that can pass the ball, he can be a one-dimensional guy. If he, if he can play defense, it'll work. If he doesn't Being play defense, it'll work. a black hole is not a bad thing because yeah. you make buckets. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. has always been a black hole. Yeah. The problem is he stopped making buckets. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that's what a shooting yeah, yeah. guard is. You yeah. pass it to him to shoot it. Well, and I just think that, like, with his athleticism, you don't you don't feel comfortable with him guarding twos. You feel more comfortable with him guarding threes. Because uh, at 6'6", 235, he's kind of got a tweener type of body. It's a guy I like to call a power guard. You know, it's like you built like a power forward, but you, you got guard skills. Yeah. But it's like – but he passes like a power forward. So – He's going to have to develop that. I've got no idea what, what's happening in Houston, so it's hard for me to really comment on yeah. it because there's you know, one basketball. and they uh, Today they they picked up the option on uh, Kenyon Martin Jr., which yeah. why shouldn't they? But, but How many guys do they have 6'6 six, six and under that can't play point? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's Or 6'7. <sighs> like, they got all the – like, with, with Porter Jr., with Jalen Green, it's like they're just stockpiling two guards. It's like guys that play two, but – we can play some one. Yeah, I mean, well, it's just guys who just want the ball. It's like y'all need Chris Paul more than anybody to teach these guys how to play point. Oh, uh, it's like really, <laughs> that was that was probably a place that would have been a a great. Uh, go back to Houston. Point. Go be a coach, and, and then you tell me who the point guard but, is. But after. Texas basketball is quick yeah. is quickly becoming the big spot. When oh, you yeah. look at um, how many people uh, the past ever, however many years were drafted from stuff, it's California, yeah. and then it's. And yeah, Texas I, and Florida really close, but and, but and, coming up in the next couple of years, it's going to be more Texas centric. Yeah, and it, it started. I would say that it really started with Chris Bosh. That class that came out in two thousand two, it was that recruiting class was Chris Bosh, Deron Williams, Bracy Wright. Like I think that was kind of like you know guys that you're gonna that you see in college actually doing things like going to the tournament. You saw Deron Williams take Illinois to the Final Four or to the championship game against North Carolina. You saw Chris Bosh. Be Chris Bosch at Georgia Tech, one and done. But he's going to have to be one and done. But, you know, you saw T.J. Ford coming out of Texas. Like, you know, it was like – and those those teams from Texas that were actually becoming nationally ranked in the early 2000s. So, yeah, Texas has come a long way. We're more than just a football state. We're just a better-than-you-at-every sports state. Uh, it's becoming that way very, College very quickly. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, you know, there's just uh, – first of all, you know, I don't know why everybody loves it so much, but, man, Houston is just a hotbed for talent. It just is. People want to be there. I don't know why, but it is. Mm-hmm. Everything around there is, uh, is like I said, I mean, a lot of people coming out from, from that area. Um, it's just some people will just be like, oh, if I move to Texas, I want to move to the biggest city because I'm from New York or L.A. Well, you gotta, big, you know, let's go to Houston. Cam Whitmore's like, I don't know, man. I was already out here, so sure, <laughs> whatever. Hey, good for him. He's, he's kinda, he's but, they said, but they kind of said that it was, it was more that, than the – then the black holedness of his game. They said that he kind of – they felt like he rubbed people the wrong way. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, but he is a 19-year-old kid. You know what I'm saying? It's just like some of these guys act mature beyond their, their years. Some of them act like 19-year-olds. He just happens to be one of those guys that acts like a 19-year-old. And But the thing that's required of you is that you're a grown man now, about to, about to give you millions of dollars, so he wants you to be an adult. But, yeah, but Houston, they need props. 
Y'all got women, y'all in San Antonio. Any other pick y'all got, y'all still going to get an A. So y'all get an A. A plus, 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 because you you have to draft women young. So All right. Mavericks uh, retooling, getting some more um, more stuff. And uh, then we got one guy who's uh, kind of acting the fool. And Patrick, have you heard the latest news about Kyrie Irving? Yes, I have. We're not talking about the jersey swap. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about the jersey swap. We're talking about this out-of-the-blue meeting with Phoenix. And I don't understand. I mean, well, do you have can, any thoughts on this? Can they afford him? No. Because it seems like they've loaded up with a lot of, or at least but some talent. They think they, they, they can't they, afford they, him. They, they can still, afford him at, um, at league minimum. No, the they, minimum. I think there's moves that they can make. He would have to take... I think like about a, he'd have to go for about forty five percent of what he's worth. So I mean, we're talking about he'd have to be uh, twenty million, uh, fifteen to twenty million to go play there, and they would have to do some, you know, some maneuvering. Does this mean that him and KD never really had no beef? <laughs> well, he never said that there was, you know, his reason for leaving was being disrespected. Yeah. And they and not enough guaranteed money and things yeah, like that. That was a business decision. Yeah, a business decision and. In my mind, man, your business need to be basketball because your uh, your pitch man days kind of kind of non-existent at the moment, homie. Well, he's got that shoe deal pending. He's about to sign a new one. I mean, Maybe. the other the other thing though, I would think. no, they've they've already announced it in the last okay. couple of weeks that they said he's about to sign a in group. China. Uh, no, I think it's like Adidas. <laughs> what if, if it, he if he left yeah. New York okay. for business reasons though? Why would you go to Phoenix for less money? I don't. Other than the fact that they stand a decent chance of being because he wants to prove to everybody that he's crazier than Kanye. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know because first of all, like if you're Phoenix, why would you want him? Um, because he's, he's you've really got. Good. Well, where do you? Play he did him? end up signing with the Chinese company, but Adidas was. It's China's Chinese. <laughs> it's uh, they're the called the the Anta Shockwaves, Anta Shockwave Pro Five yep. basketball shoes. You'll be seeing them on every kid's feet, just that like you did the start. Well, they say uh, Clay Thompson and Gordon Hayward both wear these yep. shoes. And every kid in America. Nah, son. Nah, son. Exactly. There will be more kids rocking the Jaws than those. Anyway, uh, I don't see why the Suns would even want it. Where do you, where do where you, do you play him? Like to me, it's like it gives y'all a smaller backcourt than you would that you would want. Now you probably well, now y'all shooting all of a sudden power forward. Huh? Yeah. That's what I would be thinking. You have to. You have to be. But I don't know, man. Like, I think if they're doing that, then they have to. Then Aiden has to be being moved. And if maybe maybe he's talking to him for us, so we can. Well, if well, we're gonna lose him, is, we're gonna. Now there him. is talks about that, and and would this Aiden the shit won't die. It won't facilitate die. an Aiden move in this situation. And the answer to that would have to kind of be yes. If you don't want Kyrie not happy to be here. And then being here. And I think you go ahead and do that. But I think the bigger thing is Hmm. you can make everybody happy with this. And now my question for both of y'all is this. Hmm. Do you like Kyrie? Or would you like to essentially turn Kyrie into Miles Turner and Buddy Heald? Um. I would I would be looking for a different deal. I wouldn't. I'm I'm over the Miles well, Turner Buddy Hill thing. Just I don't think that there's another deal out. There. I think the big deal about that is 
is the eight and wanted to go to Indiana, mm-hmm. and Indiana wanted him. Yeah. And you're de- there's just not a lot of you're kind of rocking a hard place of not many people want Kyrie, not many people really want Aiton. I mean, you just kind of you keep Aiton or 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 you do. Yeah, you to me, if I'm Phoenix, I'd be entertaining that, but. I don't know, man. Like, as far as I don't even, I've been hearing a lot that people are down on Cat. I'm like, let's go after Cat. Why is there like, like, like I But like you I, said, it's just not there. I mean, unless you could, unless you could figure out a way to flip eight. It's and like straight fifty up for Kat, million like, dollars. Dumb. What does Cat make? He man. makes too much money. That's what he makes. Because I'm like, Cat next to Lively might be salty as. Oh, I'd fuck. love that. It's like he wants all the shots. He wants none of them. He wants all the blocks. Dumb. He doesn't care for them. It's like they both meet at the rebounds. I mean, all of a sudden you're looking. I'm looking at, you know, now we're just playing 2K now. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but I'm looking at a, a center as lively with a backup of Rashawn Holmes. I'm looking at a power forward of Towns with a backup of Kleba. I'm looking at a starting uh, Josh Green with the backup of Bullock and Omax. Yeah. I'm looking at a two of. You know, whether or not, I guess it's Kyrie, I guess, or well, uh, I because guess you, you've done that. So, you're looking at a two, you're Josh either going to go with Josh Green or you go with Jalen. Yeah, I would think Josh Green would be the – And, and, and you got me, some more spots to fill because yeah. we got more spots to fill. And I guess let's just go ahead and, and jump right in. Well, the that. thing is, is like with the Timberwolves, I just think I would – You has anybody called – or is everybody just like, we ain't dealing with it? Does this guy just obsessed with tall people or something? Because what, didn't he just sign Nas Reed? So they have, they have $443 million tied into three centers, three guys that play the same position. You will never have these three guys on the court at the same time. You have that much money tied into, into one position. Into um, one position. I don't know. I, I think that the writing might be on the wall for some. You know, it's like maybe, thing, maybe it's like maybe they're just like already over Gobert. I don't, I don't even get. Well, my thing is, I was thinking the other day because. I don't know if y'all realize this, like, but during COVID, like, Carl Anthony Towns lost like seven family. Members. Yeah, it was like bad. Like he lost like, it, it was it was bad, and to where it's like maybe people are just like they don't know if he you know wants like you know when something like that happens to you, you basketball turns into just a game, right? You know, and to me it's like maybe they just felt like they need to get somebody else in here because he's a because he doesn't he's really a weird figure. There's yeah. that because he's a There's guy. That, also, the fact that he considers himself to be like Dominican. you know a. <laughs> A you know the best shooting big man of all time. <laughs> he's he's like he's he's like Rasheed Wallace. I mean he'd be having some bad misses. He he be having some bad takes. Yeah, awesome stuff. And then there's the fact that he's supposedly great and his numbers are great, but he's never come close to winning. Um, yeah, but I think that well, you could say I'm, say, just, I'm devil's like, advocate is why yeah, nobody's calling yeah, on him. But you know, Kevin Love didn't win there. You know. Kevin Garnett won there for a little bit, but then everybody nobody, else. Nobody was really, you know, beating down the doors to get Kevin Love. Uh, yeah. Well, the Cavs were like, we're trading, we're trading our number one pick for Kevin Love. They said that. It's like, what get, what's better than getting the number one pick? Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think that there was anybody else out well, there that was really, like, well, there, everybody going it was, after him. Well, I think, the, well, I want to It was LeBron. Well, the thing is, I want to say that there was – Come on now. You know if you're a big white guy that Boston wants you. <laughs> Let, let's just be real. You know those Boston rumors are always going to be out there with the Kevin Love back then well, until he went and played for the, until he, Yeah, until he went to – yeah, because they, they always, cause they always thought that there was that relationship to where they would end up getting that guy. You know, because that's how – 
You know, because wasn't it like Al Jefferson and all those people got moved and those picks ended up being Kevin Love? But to me, it's like GMs usually trade with the same GMs over and over again, and that relationship was established. So I, I would say that those rumors were always out there, but it's just everybody assumed that it was going to be Kevin Love was going to go to Boston or he's going to go to L.A. because he's, cause he's the nephew of a beach boy. <laughs> I just don't I, – I think that other general managers think that for the price – yeah. The, the offense and stuff like that's not worth, that he hasn't become an all-around player, and that that's 15 million. But, I mean, at the same time, like, dude, you compare him with so much for cheap that makes it all work. Um, he is a gener- – 23 points a game, 11 rebounds a game. Yeah, he's a, he is. One and he's a half a blocks a game. On his best, career. He's the best stretch big that there at is. At 27 well, years old. Yes, please. Second best stretch big yeah, in the NBA. Embiid. Joel Embiid goes. But it's like, but if you have that guy. Thing, I guess that's the thing. Because he's not Embiid. But here's the thing. If you have him, now Denver is scared. If you have him and Luka, Denver's scared. The Sixers are scared. Like You know what I'm saying? It's like. But is Denver scared? I mean, Denver Denver knows they have to, to deal. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. If you have somebody. Here's the thing. Luka already. Luka is that good. To where it's like, if give him another great player, then I think he can make it happen. Now, I, I'm, now I'm thinking about a team. If if they if we had the you know a super team, if we had Kyrie, Luca, and and uh, we were able to get Carl Anthony Towns with and keep these rookies that we have, you know. But you know that's a pipe dream, and you know it's wishful thinking. But I just think that a team that I'm just calling the team that has half a billion dollars tied in the centers right now. If I want a center, it's like, oh, you want that guy? No. Or it's like, I want that guy. You don't want that guy? What about that other guy? What about that other guy? Now, now, you move, want all these guys? Before we move on, the weird take that I saw was, ooh, what if this happened? Like, man, it ain't. But that'd be interesting. <laughs> is is Carl Anthony Towns heading to Portland? Nah. <laughs> and Dame <laughs> heading to Utah. <laughs> And wait, no, wait, no, 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 wait. It was, no, that was, um, he's not with Utah. But Dame going to Utah. Oh, no, no. Out of a crazy trade. Well, well, they Weaver got, State, they love him down there. They got the, they got the, they've got the capital to pull it off. They would be really good. <laughs> oh, it'd be disgusting. But, but that's what it is, Dame. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, hey, I love it in Utah and I couldn't wait to get out. Yeah, it's like I have much love for this place. It's like I, I love Weber State because of what they did for me when nobody else looked out for me. But I left as soon as I could. So free agents are already starting to pop off. Pop pop. You guys got any guy? Anybody you love? Anybody you like? Anybody you think is reasonable? Yes. So he's here's here's a guy. Okay. Here's a guy, a guy. All right. uh, who was just cut today. A Texas X, who at one point in time we were like. If we don't get Luca, this is the guy we're going to end up probably drafting. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba was just put on these streets uh, today yeah. because uh, the Lakers opted out because they would owe him 10.6. So I think they cut their losses. So Mo Bamba is out here in these streets. And the man does have some starting center experience. I'm not saying that he is a starter, but to me, I just think it, that it, it, he's the possibility is you can get him for the veteran minimum. You can get him for the veteran minimum. And we're talking about a guy who was drafted in the, what, the top, top 10 in the draft because of his defensive ability, and who's improved as a shooter since his time in the NBA. We're talking about would you rather have Obama or Theo Pinson? Bye, Theo. <laughs> Bye, Theo. Or McKinley Wright. 
Buy McKinley. McKinley. Buy McKinley. It's, just, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, if, you, and, if you can get him to come, great. And, you know, he hasn't – he's never he's never played more than 25 minutes in a season. What's the max you pay him? Would you, would you give him the uh, full mid? No. No. So this is just for the league minimum. Yeah, man. Okay, like, fine. we could give him, like, what? what so is it full, hoping, is it full mid-level, he... like, 12? No, the buy. Oh, the buy. Oh, okay. Like, the five? Yeah. Yeah, I could, he could, I could see him get that, but. Cause no, 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 I, was, I was just questioning if, if he thought I'm the like, could I, land him for the, for the league minimum. Oh, yeah. No, not for the league minimum. I think somebody will pay him to be a guy on a bench. But if, but he he had success at UT. I'm pretty sure that the Mavs did work him out coming in, and it, and you know, and there were rumors that he might end up being a Maverick. So he, it's like I just think that as he's a he's I a guy. Get, I, I could get 48 minutes between him, Lively, and Rashawn Holmes. Because really my whole thing is with him, it's just minutes in a playing situation, and he just hasn't had it. And I think that even in in LA, he would have had a chance to contribute, but he came in there and got hurt. And it's like, sorry, we don't even know if you can play and. If you know anything about sports, there ain't nothing a coach hate more than hurt players. Mm. It's like, it's like you better be, a, you better be a superstar. It's like then I'll, I'll put, I'll ice your knee for you. <laughs> I got you. I got, I got this tape. But yeah, but Mo Bamba to me, he's a guy that I think that given a, a fresh start, new opportunity, like where there is playing time, you know, because he there is an Anthony Davis there, you know, and I think that the thing that rubbed people the wrong way last year is I think Moritz Wagner came through and kind of just took took the backup center job from Mo Bamba last year when he was in Orlando. Yeah. And, you know, and everybody's like, Wagner? I'm like, but he does play with his brother, so, you know, you're going to step your game a little bit whenever your brother's kind of the franchise. Because it seemed like what Wagner's old younger brother, he's kind of the guy that they're – he's their best player, I would right. say. Yeah, so, yeah, I just think that get, give this man an opportunity. Mo Bamba is all sorts of athletic talent yeah. and needed to stay in college longer, not – to necessarily hone his basketball skill, but I mean, get a better knowledge, grasp on the game of basketball, and because they ain't teaching it at the NBA level, really. Well, yeah. it's like it's just it's the thing is when you're big, it's like it's you have to learn how to dominate. You have to learn how to dominate. Yeah, but you it's also like, need to know. You also need to know how to play zone defense. You guys, there's. Well, I don't think there. I don't think that's the issue. I think the real issue is like like if you. It's his offensive game. It's like if you if you have butterfingers and somebody fires you a pass, a coach doesn't want to see it twice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just think it's like just like you you can't be Eric Eric Dampier out here just letting everything just bounce off. You got to have hands in here. You got to be able to catch it like a tight end. You might as well you need to catch footballs in the offseason if you can't catch those passes. Right. Like you know, it's like you just got to work on your game somehow, some way. But he's he does shoot 36 percent from three on his career. And he, he has, bad. yeah, and what, and every, and what, before he got traded to L.A. the last three seasons, the guy was. Look, you don't got to argue. I'm not right. arguing with you. I agree right. with you. I, it's I, Mo Bamba. I, I like Mo Bamba. I just play a little devil's advocate, but I love Mo Bamba. I would, let's go down your list and I'll, well, and yeah. I'll talk about Mo and, Bamba. You know, and tonight. my thing is because Vucevic, it seems like he's off the table because he ended up getting a three-year deal for $60 million. Yeah. Uh, Drummond, Drummond just opted in. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's off the table as far as a candidate as a stopgap. But it could be a sign-and-trade type of thing because, you know, help them get something back. Right. And maybe it can help us get rid of a contract. Maybe they will take JaVale McGee. <laughs> no, we'll t- <laughs> All right, that's – maybe somebody will take JaVale McGee. Maybe somebody will. But, uh, yeah, but I do have a couple other people I just wanted to name. Like, Mason Plumley, I think, would be a, a nice little stopgap guy. Yeah. To where it's like, he's he's an athletic center. He can still run. I think that he would be a nice 
Yeah, I think the big things you're looking at are, yeah. are mainly affordability. Yeah. Can, so, can you pay them? Yeah, so it's like, but and that's the thing is like, Mo Bamba, we can afford Mo Bamba. No, 100%. And the thing is, like, it just depends on what the market is for Mason Plumlee because the playoff team is going to pay Mason Plumlee twice as much as Mo Bamba because they know what Mason Plumlee is going to bring. Yeah. So. And the biggest issue for the Mavericks is the Mavericks, uh, if you're going to get Kyrie, that they're capped out at about $11.5, $12 million yeah. as far as getting a player. And <laughs> Who's your favorite center target as far as free agency is concerned? Well, my favorite mm-hmm. and a free agent. Uh, see what happened was. There's a team out there who has said we're done being good. Okay. We want to be bad. Who that is? And you want to be bad? I got a bad center for you. And you give me an okay center. And we'll use a trade exemption to make it all work. I want to call Washington and I want to talk about Daniel Gafford. You want Gafford? Uh yeah. As a three headed for a three headed monster stop gap guy on this deal. Wow. He's making he's making ten million, uh ten, eleven million dollars a season. Uh, as a guy, he can play a little offense, block some shots, get some boards. Uh, you know, six eleven. Um, you know, he's a guy who can uh, be a rim roller guy. Uh, roll I just think that I think that Mo Bamba would be cheaper and could bring a little bit more floor stretching. Uh, well, here's the thing: is you can still do. Uh, you're oh yeah, you three headed monster. For, you're yeah. not paying anything for Gafford. Yeah. What you're doing is you're trading Javel McGee and using the rest of your trade exemption. Yeah. And so what, that, well, you're, just saying, to, you're just saying, you're just saying, hey, what, how many? We got many, a guy who's okay. We got a guy who sucks, but, and y'all want to suck. How many years is Gafford under contract? Oh, uh, I think he's got uh, two. So if they're trying to get off that money, and they yeah. What McGee? What is he a team option after next year? I think so. Okay, it's just it's a, it's a, it's a we get worse and we save a little coin uh, deal right there. That's what I would uh, like as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's guys that I like that I don't think are I like Mama. I've always liked Mama. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about Jared Allen. But, you know, uh, who is there's another guy that was available that's gonna that we're hoping would be available. Um, like as far as a trade target? No, he was a free agent. He was, I don't know whether he'll get picked up or not, but he was, you know, a slim six footer or slim, slim se- seven, almost seven footer. Um, kind of a kind of one dimensional guy. Um, mm. But uh, but like I said, the Gafford thing is is the one I would really like there. Uh, there's some guys out there that do make some sense. Uh, okay. I liked Nas reading out not at that money that he got. Oh no, um, no, no, and no. so. It's Too rich for my blood. Yeah, it's a little tough. I'd say that about all your centers. Uh, you <laughs> know, it, as far as being a throwaway position, uh, yeah. people said, and now all of a sudden when you're looking at what they're getting paid, you're like, maybe is it a throwaway it, Hey, you know what? When it, I think when Jokic wins a championship, it brings the big man back. You but, know? you know, you're right, I think, on that. But I've got some um, – a lot of – everything that I had was really three, like, three-headed monster because you're really just holding the spot for Derek Lively to take it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah. Um, you're going to pass the baton. And so, full exception – I do a guy that can play a little bit of everything. He's your guy. Hmm. Uh, and this is going with the way that they've structured the team. Yes. Uh, I like more now. Jalen McDaniels. Yeah. I'd go with Jalen McDaniels at the full exception. I'd go with him over. Grant Williams. Uh, yes. Because I don't think that they're going to be able to get Grant Williams. Well, did you see that? Uh, I wouldn't. That's what I thought before today. Boston extended a qualifying offer of 8.4. <laughs> right. So, it's like, so. That's not – I'm just saying it's like – I think the full mid-level would probably be a possibility for him. But, it is, but I think but I think, more. But you think somebody will just give him more? I do. All right. I well, think, Jalen I think Mc, he's been yeah. talked about enough, I think. Now, 
here's the thing: is it's not going to be an obscene amount more than mm-hmm. that. But he's going to get. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a four-year uh, fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like I said, just a bit more than what you you know you're able to do. Yeah. Uh, as far as the the money and the and the long term deals. Well, we pretty much still got to wait for Kyrie to sign to see how we can even structure it. That's the other thing, board, too. Right? I mean, we're, we're in a holding pattern, but I don't expect to be staying in a holding pattern for very long. I think that Kyrie is going, and it might just be a, hey, you want to talk? Cool, let's talk. It might not be anything more than that uh, with Phoenix. Um, with my uh, small exception, yeah, Reggie Jackson. Okay. Still like Reggie Jackson. There's some other guys out there that uh, would be okay, but I think a veteran, uh, a veteran scorer who can handle the ball off the bench, yeah, uh, would be nice uh, addition. Uh, you know, I don't think you have to go super defense heavy. I really yeah. want a bucket right there, um, even though you know you might already have it in um, Hardy. Yeah. I don't want to just put tons of pressure. It's just one year yeah. deal. Yeah, like to me, I'm. I'm I actually, after the draft, now I like Grant Williams more than I like Jalen McDaniels, just because the fit. Because I feel like uh, McDaniels and and uh, and Omax kind of would play the same type of role as that as that long wing defender, and I think that the versatility that Grant I have McDaniels more as a four. Yeah, I haven't. Well, to me, I've always thought him as as a three guy. Like he's a straight up three guy. I have in my deal. I have him playing uh, more of a small ball four. Small ball four and five. I, I oh, no, I put, he I, can't play five, bro. Uh, he no, can't play no, five. No, very he, limited, very limited. That's, like, that's, that, that's worse. That's like Christian Wood again, all over again. It's like you can't you can't be 195 pounds out here when Jokic out here on the floor. Oh, no, not when Jokic <laughs> on the floor. I'm talking about a very, very minimal uh, situation. When you go small, he's your small big. Nah, then if that's a situation, I'd, then I definitely want Grant Williams over Jalen McDaniels. Because if I, I give me a big guy to go big, it's like because he's a wide body. And I just think that he's a physical presence versus and and like I said, if it was well, like if, I said, I don't have I don't in mind yeah. I don't have him available. Yeah, okay, I don't have him right available, on. and I don't even think that you necessarily uh, have to get the full yeah mid. Uh, to McDaniel. And now, one thing I will kick the tires on, if he, did he get cut today? I don't know. I'll find out here pretty soon, but I'll give Cam Reddish some money to be the last guy on my bench. Dude. <laughs> hey, man, just talk about being kicked around. Bye, bye Theo. <laughs> podcast, po- podcast was tight, though. Podcast was tight. Though. Talk about being kicked around. Yeah. Uh, Cam Reddish has been kicked around. Oh, and, so. he is, and he has still got um, a ton of potential. Yeah. Uh, he just needs some place that's – look, Miami, you know, I think there's some expectations, and he kind of fell behind there. And then New York, dude, they just want a good fit. And plus, New York had this outrageous idea that they're better than what they are yeah. and that they don't need to develop. You just need to come in and, and, and do it. Mm-hmm. And they're not like – nobody's going to New York and getting better. Yeah, They're going to New York installing out. Mm-hmm. And – I think that yeah, Reddish. Uh, if the Mavs offer game an offer, he should take it. But if I'm if I'm Cam Reddish, I'm like, let's see what the worst team in the NBA is, and that's where I need to go. I don't. To me, I'm just like well, he needs he needs a revival. He's too. To me, it's like he almost needs to go to China for a year or something. Go get his mind right. <laughs> that help? No, he probably just realizes all he can do is play defense and stop shooting so much. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, some people need that, man. Some people need to learn to stop shooting so much. 
You know, one of my favorite basketball players was, I was just like, God, man, please stop. Why do why, 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 why you, why you decide to just be a three-point shooter? I used to love me some Josh Smith. Oh, uh, yeah. And then Josh Smith decided he really loved the three ball. I remember after Michael Finley got his big deal, he stopped dunking. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, too. Like, dude, why are you doing this? Like, now it's when you can Finley dunk, for three. Uh-uh, baby, you got to protect these knees. Why are, you, yeah, like, why are you protecting your knees on a guaranteed contract, dum-dum? It's like, because I want to go play for the Spurs and win a championship. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about basketball anymore. <laughs> I'm just yeah, answering I remember, these yeah, questions. I remember, I remember, I remember Michael. All right, well, my big wing, I said, uh, yeah, I, but I am a Jalen McDaniels fan. But, you know, if there's more money to be spent, because, like, I really want – I want Javon Carter, because I think what he does is a 3 and D point guard. We need that third ball handler, and I would love to have him on this team. And I think that if we could get – I don't see why he's not – well, they're, they're meeting with Brown uh-huh. uh, today, and I don't see why you couldn't get both Carter and Brown. See, what I don't I don't want Brown because, to me, Brown – it's like I need I want Tim Hardaway Jr. off this team before we bring in another two-guard. Like, you know, and I know everybody puts him as a three, but I'm like, he's 6'4". Right. Don't lie to me. I know what a two-guard right. is when I see it. He's more of a point guard than a small forward. But, but I, like, I like Carter. I don't think Carter – I think you could have him for the you same have, price you get Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and that's my thing. I would, I would love to have Carter if I could get him for Reggie Jackson's price. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think 100. percent You can't. Yeah, because I mean, and I think it, it probably be, it'd be an interesting move. Yeah. It really just. Depends. Are we going to finally kick the tires on this Drogic thing? <laughs> well, it, that's the thing is, it just depends on. There's so many moving pieces yeah. at the moment of. Where are you going to have players go? Like, yeah. because what, what about what John Wall? What about John Wall? You want to give John Wall one last run? What do you need out of Jaden Hardy? I mean, what yeah. type of role does Jaden is Jaden Hardy going to be a guy who you're going to need to start? Is he a guy who's going to be coming off the bench? Oh. What would you want to pair Jaden Hardy? And my thing is like, that's what I want to see this summer league. Are they going to let Jalen Hardy actually run some point guard? Because they never let him do it in G League. You know, they never let him do it with the Mavericks. They, they never, like, you know, I don't they think. Uh, they get, there was a point in time. I think when usually the. We don't want to obviously tank. Yeah, they were running green. I thought they were Hardy. they were running Josh Green at point though. They're, it's like they're, he, they're, they're making they're the, the green Hardy. was the palm primary ball handler. It seemed like they were in Hardy at point. Yeah, decent amount because they were trying to find yeah find ways to lose without finding ways to like, or teaching. They're teaching Jalen Hardy how to play point guard. Something like seeing what we've got. They were going to the Jason Kidd Academy uh, point guardery. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, but yeah, as far as a third ball handler, I do like Aaron Holiday. If we still have Justin Holiday, you might as well get your little brother over here. I would love that was another thing. Yeah. I would love to see if we could get Justin, if we get Justin Holiday for the uh, veterans minimum to come back. Yeah, I'd be like fantastic. Nah, only if he brings his little brother. That's it. I want Aaron with you. No, I, I like <laughs> hey man for a guy if he for a guy who's a veteran who can give you some good like hey man, this is where we need you. Mm-hmm. It's late in the game. Don't fuck shit up. Yeah. So I want like, in there. I got this. Yeah, like, dude. I don't, never fuck shit up. Don't be a problem. How you think I made it in the league this long? Yeah, don't be a problem. I don't fuck shit up. Don't be a problem. Don't fucking be a guy this who's going to fucking, do. like, catch a pass out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just dumb shit. Don't do that. Okay. But Mr. Uh, dumb Shit, JaVel McGee, how, who's going to be here longer? Him or Tim Hardaway Jr.? Tim. It actually, I don't know, man. It actually sounds like people are answering the phone when you say Tim Hardaway Jr. and they're hanging up on McGee. <laughs> well, hey. I think people right now are starting to look into this new CBA, and all of a sudden now, Tim, Tim Hardaway Jr. His contract looks waiting lovely. for yeah. it forever for finally somebody to be like, you know, this is finally expiring, right? Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, and that's good. We're like, yeah. yeah. And to me, though, and even the Grant Williams thing, maybe we could still get a sign-and-trade deal where they take on Hardaway's contract in some type of way. And give me one of them other point guards. I don't care how hurt Brogdon is. He, he's a third ball Here's handler. the thing is the Mavericks should be in a player position. Yeah. Because if you look at – if people will take on McGee, uh-huh. Hardaway, and Reggie Bullock, mm-hmm. Bullock's contract's only half guaranteed. Yeah. So you could ship a $10 million guy who's only had to be paid five. He just opted in yesterday, right? Uh, was, it, was it his opt- or option or our? I don't know. He's here. Yeah. He's here. Whatever. Yeah. And, and you got, what is it, 18, 19 million out of, I mean, dude, you're talking about a good amount of money that is all able to come off the books in a season. Yeah. And doesn't have, you know, I don't see why there aren't more teams, but like, hey. Well, it's cool, and maybe, yeah. and you know what? How about, you know, Nico Harrison, you a draft day winner too. What's up, my dude? Thank you for giving us hope. Hope we got. To, we finally get to believe in the draft again. Yeah, I'm believing in free agency. I'm believing that we can actually make stuff happen. And it's been a long time since I've had this feeling. So shout out to DFW Sports for helping me feel a little bit better. Because because even did a great job. Yeah. So because even 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 when we trade for Kyrie, it was still must watch TV. It was still must see TV. I still yeah. I still and like because what did John Collins get draw, uh, traded for? Bucket of chicken. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand how we couldn't give them that three piece. For John Collins, it's like because it's like probably because we said Javale McGee and they hung up. <laughs> well, and that's oh, what happened. We made we did make um, not that offer with the Aiden offer. Yeah, which was it was THJ. Uh, I think it was McGee, McGee and they wanted and uh, yeah, THJ McGee and I can't remember who else they threw in there, but I know that everybody's saying we want we want Hardy or we want Green, and we don't want McGee. The McGee, like, the McGee thing, they hung up the phone. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. Now he's no, been here. We no, don't want to do that. Not going to do it. Not going to, not going to, not going to do it. Yeah. Oh, it was Rashawn Holmes. Oh, Holmes. Yeah, that's right. They're, They're going like, to flip him. And they wouldn't do that. I'm like, okay, I get that. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But at some point in time, what they got to realize is, homeboy, y'all going to have to fill out your roster. Yeah. Like, if you, you think, need if people. you think that everybody's just going to come and play for the mid-level exception with the idea that y'all are going to win the championship after y'all fumbled the fucking bag last season? I mean, come on now. Because, let's be honest, do you really think that the Phoenix Suns have gotten better from no. last year? No, it's like, to me, it's, one of their calling cards was their defense. A, a lot of the things that they did as a team had to do with Mikel Bridges, you know, and what he was able to do defensively. Because the thing is, whenever we played against them before they had Durant, like, if Booker was guarding Luka, it's a bucket, period. It's like because Luca owns Booker, he owns he owns him, he owns him, and Booker knows it. The the Suns know it. That's why they traded for Kevin Durant because they're like, you can't beat Luca by yourself, and you can't beat it with an expiring Chris Paul. Like you know what I'm saying? So we gotta get you help because because you ain't you ain't no match for that kid over there. I, I'm not I'm not sure that it, you know that they're a Western Conference Finals team. No. Right now, they don't, it's like because because they got four people. <laughs> they got four uh, g- people give me a starting and one, five. And one give, me a, give, me, give me a starting five. It's like Tory Craig hasn't even re-upped with y'all. Yet. And, and you're assuming that those four guys are going to be healthy. Yeah, I these mean, guys have a like, like, outside I don't worry of Devin about Booker. Like I do about Durant, yeah. but you're really talking about Aiton, who they don't know how to use. Well, yeah, and to me, it's like the guy who's going to play the most games is the guy that y'all don't even really want there. <laughs> the the guy you know, but maybe new culture with Vogel. He does more stuff with his bigs. 
I, no Chris Paul there because, like I said, before Chris, Chris Paul's a cancer. Yeah, because before Chris Paul got there, Aiden was a 2010 guy and on his way to looking like a like a all NBA cal- caliber type of guy. I don't Chris hear Paul got there. They won games about Chris Paul, who's played with him. He's got friends in the NBA, but none of them have been teammates. The Banana Boy Boat Boys, you know what I'm but saying? But he was – notice how none of the Banana Boat Boys invited him to come to their birthday party. Oh, yeah. Well, look, he ain't in L.A. He ain't playing He ain't playing for the Lakers. Well, he didn't He didn't go to Miami. Dude, because nobody wants to play with him. He's, nah, a, that's, he's an ass. Well, no, nah, I think that the, there's definitely been talk that LeBron definitely wants to play with him, but well, they can't LeBron's make anything Well, LeBron's the worst GM happen. in basketball. Yeah, LeGM. Yeah. But, but he, he is just – he's hard. Yeah. He's hard. He's kind of like uh, – God, it's a bad thing. And Avery Johnson, Jason Kidd, like, I wrote the point guard position and I know everything. And if yeah. you're not doing X, Y, you know, it's never his problem. Yeah. It's somebody else's problem, and he's also vocal about you sucking. Yeah. Right? He's just off-putting from everything that I've heard. He's not Jake from State Farm right. that, that he puts it out there. All right, let's go ahead and jump to some Rangers baseball. Gave you all a lot of basketball knowledge. Put some Ooh. fat on your dome. Oh, how you love that? And like I told y'all before, I'm not Black Mel Kiper anymore. I'm so much more. The Rangers uh, all-star infield yes, is is what's happening. Um, Big shout-out to Josh Young, the first Ranger rookie ever Mm -hmm. to start an all-star game. And it's been a while since a rookie has started a all-star game at third base. Yeah, and we got – young, man. We got the whole infield, man. The future. <laughs> well, and uh, he's got – It's like Nate – if Nate Daniel Lowe was just hitting like he did last year, it'd be all us. It'd be all us. Yep. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Is, <laughs> I got to give a shout-out to Rangers fans because they, oh, they the stepped up. Thing. They stepped up. And Jonah Heim, who looked like he was behind the eight ball. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I was one of those guys. A starting catcher. Because I was just like, I'm like, you know what? I'm usually that guy, I'm like, I'm always gonna vote for the best player. I'm like, but if my boy that close, we gotta push him through. We gotta push him yeah, through. If he were terrible, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, if he was like different. if he was like last in votes, but yeah. it's like if the rest of the world trying to get you in, yeah. man. If you're I got five, rep- I got rep- for my push. city, yeah. Dallas Bias. Yeah, dude's legit. Look, dude is Dallas legit. Bias, Dallas Bias. And uh yeah, I got no problem with him coming in there. Yeah. Now, but- the one thing that sucks, and of course I think he's still gonna make the all star team. So like okay, Simeon. There was no other option at yeah. second base. By yeah. far, um, mm-hmm. Seager, glad to see he made it because it was some talk like it's he was going to be held against him because the injury. he played less games than Bichette. But the thing is, I think it was – but that was the thing. It's like it was held against him whenever he had that good week when he first came back. But once you realize, oh, he leads – if you lead in everything and you're qualifying – like, it's like, how you got more IBIs than this guy and you play half a million games? It's like, you in. Well, he still ain't qualified, I don't think. I think for RBIs, it's a it's a total number. You gotta qualify. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get so, yeah. there. And to me, it's like once. And to me, if he's got more RBIs, he, than you, a, he still hasn't qualified for, for batting average and like, categories. Yeah. Which, yeah. But um, you know, but and it's unfortunate because I did kind of say that I thought that uh, Garcia was going to be the last man, the odd man out. He still has a chance to make it as a reserve, doesn't he? He does. Uh, he I, does. He could still actually end up starting because of injuries. Yeah. But he's got to make it his reserve. Do they still do a, a write-in ballot or anything for like like the last player in type of thing? I, I want to say it's it's like the I don't know, the fan vote ruined it. The fan vote picks the starters. Yeah. If somebody's unavailable due to injury, yeah. I believe it goes to player vote. Okay. Well, fan vote's not even an entire thing. Uh, fan vote is coupled with another um, 
like media vote or something? Um, I think it's a players or coaches or something. I mean, it's, it's like a third, a third, a third. Uh, like, yeah, uh, there, there's a small, there is a small faction that it's not. Yeah, because I thought they didn't they used to do a thing to where it's like, all right, then the only real fan vote is like you get to vote the last guy in for like each team right. or something. But I don't think they, I don't know if they do that anymore. Yeah, they, uh, you know, like I said. Uh, Tomfoolery on the internet makes you change rules sometimes, and you know there has been some tomfoolery upon the internet between people who are like, "Hey, this will be funny," and and MLB not known for their sense I, of humor. I did see where some well, center fielders uh, were hurt though yeah. in front of uh, Garcia. Well, I know the rest of baseball is pretty upset that uh, Jonah Heim's starting over Ellie Rushman, but to are me, they? to me, it's like, hey, whenever he came out last week and put the put Loved the review it. headphones on, I was like, yeah. You got my vote. I voted. I was like, let's go. Let's you know, go. You deserve my Adley vote. Rushman, a great play. But like, let's it's like, you go, you go have like 10 straight all-star games, man. Let my man shine. Real well, quick. Let Hyam I just want to say this. It's like, bro, it's not like. The, the, it, oddly, is getting like some, some. Like, he got the props before his numbers caught up to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's he like. Was, he, was, he came in there with the advantage of the name. Because the thing is, he was like, getting more votes when Heim was out playing him. And now that it's come to where it's like, all right, I guess he's putting up a little bit better numbers now. But it's like, sorry, we got fans because we winning down here. And they, they, they winning. The, but I mean, like. But, but they're the Orioles. They, they, they're consistent. You know, it's, if, it's, if it's anybody's going to be mad, it'd be Salvador Perez. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold up. Where about me's? But I guess, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to go with Aroldis Chapman as, as their all-star yeah. or if he makes it maybe as a de- designated hitter. Yeah. But well, as far Aroldis, as – if, if Aroldis doesn't make it, that will be – I'll feel bad for him, but that yeah. might be the best thing to happen for the Rangers, keep him motivated. And, man, eventually we're going to hit arbitration with him. And it's like, well, I don't know, man, you ain't no all-star. Yeah. So, did any of y'all catch the game today? Um, no, eight to five L. Yeah, I knew yeah. we took an L, but yeah. So we split the series against Detroit two to two, and we lost the series to the Yankees. You know, but I was looking at the math. We still fourteen and twelve on the month. We got a chance to still be a fifteen win team again this month. So the the series against Houston starts tomorrow. So if we only win one game in this series, I want it to be tomorrow, so we can keep kidding fifteen a month. Also want to point out, today is actually the mathematical midway point of the season. Ooh, um, okay. Today, close it out. In, yeah, in terms it of, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow is the 81st it, game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a wild one when you look at, like, hey, man, you, you look at Adoli's. If you go by doubling things up, Adoli's a 40-home run guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. And, you know, if you go by doubling things up, how many 20-home run guys are we going to have on this team? <laughs> over or under six is what I'm saying. Over. So we Over? I'm saying under. I'm thinking over just because I think that there's a chance that Lowe gets hot or Tavares gets hot. And you I don't know. look but, at the fact and that I'm, and, Tavares and Duran – you're talking about yeah. Durant hit number twelve part-time today. Part-time players are not full at bats. Yeah. At the begin, I mean. But and Seager and you know, but they have more at bats than Seager. <laughs> and but they're all you know. But what I think Tavares went yard today, so he's at nine. Uh, I think that what Himes, at, yeah. So we yeah, have we a have a couple dudes what, hovering around ten. Yeah, it's a what, Garcia's two. at twenty. Uh, Young's at sixteen. Duran's at twelve after today. Uh, Seager is at ten. Simeon's at 11, Himes at 11, Tavares is at 9, and we have somebody else just chilling at 8. I, I mean, they could have yeah. – I mean, let's be real. I, I believe they could have 9. Yeah. 
They could have their entire starting staff. Yeah. Can be. Um, so if I'm going to Vegas, I'm betting over. Please believe that. I, w- I would. I-, I think that you know you're going to have to be some big power outages. Um, and by the way, like I don't see why anybody talking shit about fucking like. Look, Jonah Hyam's better than fucking Rushmore this year. Uh, Rushmore, I think it might just be just because the pedigree and who he is and everybody thought he was going to be this guy, but Jonah Hyam's hitting way closer to 300. I think he's hitting more home runs. Their uh, batting average is like the same, but home runs, he's more. RBI yeah. smoked the living shit well, yeah. out of him. 55 to like um, uh, 20. Like, I think he's in the 20s. <laughs> Well, yeah, but the series against the Astros is coming up this weekend, uh, 34, guys. 55 yeah. to 34, one more home run and 10 points less of a batting average than Jonah Heim. All right. So, I yeah. mean, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Are we going to talk about who's better at framing pitches? Let's talk about who's made the better pitching staff. Oh, wait, Jonah Heim. So, can we talk the Astros? Can yeah. Can we talk Astros? All right, my bad. All That's right, fine. so Astros, four-game series starting this weekend. Uh, Friday night, playing them, end of the month, hoping for that win. But we have John. We have Gray on the mound Friday. Uvalde on the mound Saturday, and it's kind of up in the air who we have pitching the next two days. I'm expecting that we'll at least see Heaney or, or, or Perez. But are you? Is Dane Dunning our number three pitcher <laughs> at this moment? Uh, like if the playoffs start today, he's in that three man rotation. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the question is, is what do you he do? A number two? Is he number two? Um. Uh, you know, look at, I mean, he's, he is right now the second best ERA on the staff. Yeah. Cause he is, he has uh, surpassed, um, his last start. He surpassed, he has the, um, he's like the second or, th- or third. He's the fourth best ERA in the American league right now. Yeah. If he's qualified, I don't know. Uh, he might be on the cusp of not qualifying, but fourth best in the American league. And he's only uh, only uh, Valdi, I believe, is higher than him yeah. uh, on ERA. Now it depends on what else you want to look at, but he might be your two. But yeah, definitely he's your th- third. Yeah, but, yeah. And I'm just saying, like, you know, if the playoffs start, they're not going to make him like, hey, now you're the number two. He might be the second best pitcher, but they're not going to switch that. No. People. Yeah, I get. But you know, here's he's, you know, you want to talk about two of the most dominating pitching performances that we've seen, uh, you know. Have been well. I guess Gray had a, a phenomenal one, but I mean, you got two Dunning ones where it's like it comes real close to a complete game mm-hmm. and they get it done. But I'm he's been phenomenal. I mean, yeah. it's been it's been great. Uh, yeah, because he it, just, it, he actually it, just surpassed uh, Uvalde's ER. It was Uvalde. It was Uvalde. It was, he, it was he had he, okay. Uvalde, Uvalde and Gray because they're both at two eight two and uh, two eight nine. Okay. So he's at two six nine. So after his last start, he has the best ERA on our staff as far. I know. As I goes. talked about it yesterday. I did an update on it for uh, this for actually today's uh, morning report that I talked about it. I just couldn't remember what it was. I well, was you know, it, you know, I just want to see. I hope he can keep it up. But uh, we're hearing a lot of good things about another young pitcher in our system. I don't know if you heard Owen White is, was the pitcher of the week this year in the minor leagues as far as uh, pitching for Round Rock. Owen White, uh, I'm sorry, not Owen White, Cole, Cole, Cole Wynn. Wynn. Cole Wynn, I'm sorry, my bad. Cole Wynn, Owen White, 
Uh, but both first round picks that we've had in our system for a little bit, and we've expecting big, we've been expecting big things from these guys. Yeah, Owen White's going to be a futures game. Yeah, yeah. Owen White will be in the futures game uh, whenever the All Star weekend Wynn comes player up. Of the week. Yeah, Colwyn was pit player of the week in the Pacific uh, League That's this week. Bullpen. You got it. <laughs> that bullpen, man. That's yeah. going to be uh, Cole Wynn starting to get his stuff together. Uh, Cole Wynn had a had a rough patch, and he's starting to put things back together. Hopefully, Cole Reagans can do the same. We had some, the Coles had had some yeah. bad juju. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those things that I was always a Reagans guy over Wynn, but this is finally the time where because Wynn, you know, he kind of had more accolades coming in. We expected a lot more out of him because what didn't we draft him number fifteen overall in the first? I want to say back in two thousand eighteen. And so it's like he's a guy that we've had those expectations, but he, but this is the first time he's had any type of award like this in what two years, you know. But he's a bullpen guy now. That at that point in time, we were still trying to make him a starter. But you know, there's Bochi. Maybe he has his hands on what they're doing in the minor league system to where it's like stretch this guy out. It's like put this guy in the bullpen. It's like that guy needs to stay in Double A until the All Star break. I don't know. I don't care. Keep doing your thing. But it seems like they have a pulse on their minor league system and. I'd, I want them to make a trade because I would feel a lot safer if we had, you know, if we had a real, real back end closer, lights out type of person. That'd but, but if we have that beast guy who they say throws one hundred and two, and he and ain't nobody hit him in two months, I want to see him <laughs> at least see him in Round Rock. I want to well, see what he got. Uh, they have he, he. They still want him as a starter. Yeah. Uh, the deal with him. What when you're yes. saying? Uh, it was just easier for them. they had some. He cut into some bad habits, mechanical habits, yeah. and they thought that the best way for him to work it out was out of the, was bullpen. Out of the bullpen. So you're saying this could be a Spencer Howard type situation yeah. to where it's like we so, – but I would just say for us and for our big team – I think what's that happened it's is like, that he's had such a great success yeah, there. Yeah, that we kind of – They're kind of like, mm, but yeah. they're still stretching him out. Yeah, oh, like they've already decided they're going to stretch him out this year. They're, they've not changed their course of action yeah. as of yet, which right now is bu- he's a starter. Yeah, Who's We're just fixing out this of out of the bullpen because it's easier in their minds to do that, and I think they're going to do the same but thing. It seems like, so what, our AAA team, they got a six-man rotation now? What's going on with that? <laughs> Y'all want to stretch everybody out? <laughs> it's like, I get it. Rolling openers. Yeah, I'm like, I get it. I'm like, Bradford, whenever he gets sent down, it's like – that team can't be losing too many games out at, over in Round Rock. You know, <laughs> um, I'm curious. I'll, uh, let's let's <laughs> talk about the next thing, and I'll look that up for us. So, who's your Ranger of the Week? Who's oh your- man, my Ranger of the Week is uh, I got to go with Zeke. But yeah. I also got to go with the with the uh, with the tenth man. Tenth man. Yeah, man. The, the fans, fans showing up. The baby, fans showing the up. The fans showing up. Fans aren't players, but <laughs> I was a player, and I <laughs> getting Jonah Heim in there. Uh, that's huge, man. Yeah. That is that's a huge. Yeah, Duran. What he had four twenty nine this week. And, three and dingers, five ribbies. To, to to young. I mean, he's been scuffling a little late. You know, he had a good game um, yeah. the past couple, but. You know, man, that's big, dude. Yeah. Come in, meet the expectations. Having had some injuries a couple of you know years in a row, and and come in and, and do it. But yeah, for for last week, man, Duran. Yeah, Duran. I think he kind of ran away with it. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I would say going into Spores today's game. Been, uh, yeah, Spores, Spores, Spores was my guy. Spores was yeah. your guy this yeah. week. Yeah, Spores. He's been for the last few weeks, man. It's like. 
I guess if Bochi believes in you, you just get your shit together, huh? Is that, is that what it is? Towards the beginning of the season. He's like, it's all right, son. It's like, he said, it's all right, son. Bochy I got won. this. I, I was, got this. I was very shaky on him towards the beginning of the season. Everybody was. Yeah. There was no he's reason to have really, any faith in him. Yeah, he's really tightened his shit up. Yeah. Because the thing is, he's just been a guy who's had great stuff that's never had control. He's outlasted the guys that we yeah. thought were going to be locks. Yeah, th- yeah this is Le not... Clerks, the the Hernandez's... Uh, I mean, I, I didn't think I think I thought if he because the thing is, he had control issues in the spring, too. And they just believed in him. They trust their process. And he's made Bochy it. This far. Yeah. Bochi. He's like Jedi he's like, maker. He's like, you see the way that ball move, though? You see? It's like I know it's like you hear it's like I ain't look. You hear it hit the glove. Yeah, that's a picture. That's a picture. Some old timey shit like that. <laughs> hey, man, you know, Boach is. Uh, you know, you hear this. I mean, he's a calming presence. You know, I think he's still that dad. that you're just like, dude. He could he could pop at any moment and just hit me. But at the same hey, time, me, he's me, like got that calming see, presence where you're like you're like I think, okay, Dad says everything's gonna be okay, so everything's gonna be okay. I think and it was I more Dad might punch me. I th- I think it was more is the uncle who like gave you your first beer, but he's allowed to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> like he might hit you, but he is gonna be no, cool. No, he on disciplines. The side. He grabbed the belt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna punch you because Mama won't like that. Because that's because Mama and him is related. But like, yeah, once, once cool you, uncle once gave you, you the hit that point, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Eli Shout out to my cool uncles who gave yeah. me the beer. Never whooped me. I was a pretty good kid most of the time. Mm. Nice. Shout out to good kids. They just knew I was going to be big and they didn't want no problems. Yeah. <laughs> Cole Wynn, uh, you know, it'd be nice if they. I think Cole Wynn deserves yeah. a. Uh, at a boy, yeah. Maybe if you even a spot star or something. And you know what? Maybe my, maybe it's all maybe it's all Spees, and it's it's gonna be Spees. And Bochy's known this the whole time. It's like if this guy throwing one hundred two, gets it together by All Star break. It's gonna be it's only gonna take me about a month to get him up here. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So somebody's gonna come up. And you know, it's not gonna be Evan Carter. Yeah. But I definitely want I want Bochy to be the new Waterburger man. At least when they do the commercial, just have him say just like you like it, and then just like. You Is know, that blasphemy? It, it, Are you mad at that? I like this idea. <laughs> I, I do too, man. I do too. Yeah. Uh, Texas team, Texas burger. You know, I it, honestly, <laughs> you know, there's uh, his agent probably is not doing enough. Hey, I've, I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of ideas. They can voice anything. I mean, you know, you're talking about the Rangers. I mean, Hartardo Barbecue is doing commercials. Yeah. And he'd be like, the official, he could just come in with the, the official barbecue of the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I mean, there's so like, many bro, things. It's like just, one take, Jake. One take, Jake. Tagline on everything. The yeah. official roofing company yeah. of the Texas Rangers. Yeah. I mean, God bless, man. I'm like, don't get me wrong. He does that. I'm gonna start gunning for him. I'm like, man, you can't take all my jobs, man. <laughs> Shit. I already got to deal with that fucking terrible jobs guy trying to be like, I stick my hand up cows butts, but I also do commercials. Stealing my jobs. They took your jobs. Taking everything. They're t- I'm sorry. Man. But, yeah. Tell you what, though. Uh, it was uh, not eventful, but the draft started for hockey. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Jim Nill. Hey, GM of, of the year. Yeah, all right. And I agree. I oh, co-sign yes. on that. <laughs> you know what I don't agree with? Miro Haskinen. Finishing seventh Out in North Randy. Trophy. That, that is wild. And last year he finished 12th. This man scoring 70-plus goals. And y'all be like, here you go. You're five better than last year. I'm like, y'all crazy. Especially when you look at the dudes that finished in front of him. Because it's like, because McCarr missed a lot of the season this year. I got this from and, my daughter. But it, it's, and like when she said it to me about something that I had done or said to her, mm-hmm. 
it stuck me so cold. I kept it in my pocket. <laughs> what that is? The audacity. Yeah, it's like, the how audacity. Dare <laughs> how dare you? That he finished seventh. The, the, yeah. the voters put him in seventh. Yeah. The, the audacity. To me, I'll give him more heart trophy votes than, than Robertson. <laughs> yeah. I think that any Stars fan would. I don't even care about Robertson because I'm so appalled. <laughs> yeah. The, the Robertson one is way more understandable to me because between Pavelski and Hence and Robert, it's like, yeah, you are the MVP of those of our team, but yeah. but you're not so far above. Yeah, and to guys. me, the, the, what shocked me is Robertson made first team NHL. Yeah, over to, to over to Chuck, but to yep. Chuck beat him out for heart votes. How does that work? How's that Makes work? No sense. How's that work? I don't know. But shout out to Robertson. I like I like that you have hardware. I like that you've got first first team. First all-star team. Is that what they call it in NHL? It's weird. Don't confuse like me. I just say all, all NHL. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Shout to Robertson. Uh, Ottinger was, what, number five in what in voting for the Venza? That's correct. Uh, Wyatt Johnson, number five for, uh, the, what is it, the Calder? The rookie of yeah, the Yeah, the rookie year. of the year. Uh, but, yeah, it's Hintz, just. I believe Hintz placed for defensive offensive player okay. of the year, whatever that award is. Yeah. Some shenanigans. Yeah, no, they have some wild awards out there. Because to me, it's like, it's like whatever. I just hope that the disrespect makes us come back even angrier next year. It's like, but yo, GM is the shit, though. <laughs> it's like, put all y'all together. All y'all together. It's like, the Stars was in full, full effect at the awards, though. They was everywhere. They just didn't finish high enough. Yes. And Miro, this is blasphemy. So I don't. It's like, do we need uh, to get? How the fuck do they even let anybody know that you finished seventh? That's all. That's rude. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. It's after one of those things. Th- after three, everyone's tied for fourth, huh? Yeah, it's like, and that's the thing. It's like, it's one of those things that you found out that he wasn't a finalist like months ago, but they finally just released this week that he finished seventh in the voting. I'm like, did you see how the ta- Stars team played with him this season? Do you see how their team fell apart when he left the ice, when he got hit with a puck in the face? It's like, it was like, it was like, oh, it's like you might as well have an open net. Miro, to me, oh, yeah. it's like, it's just he doesn't get enough respect for what he does defensively. And I think it's really the effect because he was drafted over Kel McCarr. So people are just going to always go, oh, Stars, y'all the only team that's gonna pick him over Kel McCarr. We're never gonna pick him for this reward over Kel McCarr. It's like it's like y'all. It's like he, they didn't fuck up. It's like he he's a great defensive defenseman who yeah. has offensive skill. Kel McCarr is he's not big and he's not in the way he can't like. And I'm not saying Miro's the biggest guy, but he but gets in the way of a lot of putts, as, well. as you can see by his face. Yeah, yeah. Teams have their needs at certain times, yeah. and it causes them to go different ways. Yeah, there's no right or wrong. It's just where you are as a franchise at the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm glad y'all share my hatred for these voters. Man. I'm a black man in Texas. How I know more about hockey than you? Come on, y'all. It's, it's, it's like I ain't Popeye Jones' kid. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to him? Oh, uh, they they both still play in the NHL. One place for the Blues. One place for the Blackhawks. I think. But uh, I think it's Seth. One and, place for the Blackhawks for sure. Yeah, but one of them is like a perennial All Star defenseman, and the other one is a very serviceable defenseman. Cool. Yeah, but they're they're out there. They getting a lot of ice time. Yeah, nice. I don't think I think yeah, but yeah, they good. They do it. They doing things out there they for finally, DFW. They finally got up to the bigs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They've been. I want to say Seth has been to multiple All Star games and he's been big time for St. Louis for a few years. And I think he might have recently left to. Well, I know there's one in Chicago. There's one in St. Louis. Right. And they and one of them is really good and one of them is very serviceable. Gotcha. All right. But uh, yeah, but the Stars they did sign uh, Gelny Donov this week. So that you know what that means, 
It means bye-bye, Domi, and it makes me sad. Does it? I think unless we make a move to where we cut Suter, I just think it, it, it's just, they, it just seemed like they have enough money for one or the other and not both, just because I think that uh, they have a, young guys in Bork and Stankovin that they want to see come up. I felt like them bringing one of those guys back means that they want one of those young guys to play on this team next year. I know that Stankovin almost made the team coming out of camp this past year, and it was kind of a decision. They're like, well, just give him one more year because he's 19. Right. So, uh, but yeah, but I just think that. Unless he gives us a very team-friendly contract or we're able to buy out Suter or we're able to get rid of some of our, like, like uh, a Hockenpah, who I, which I wouldn't mind getting rid of him. Uh, or But I do like Miller. Uh, we haven't signed. I was, if, I was, if I was Suter, I'd just be like, I'm going to go ahead and go. Yeah, it's like, y'all be real, talking. He's like real uncomfortable here. He's like, three months ago, wasn't nobody talking hockey. Now everybody know my name. Like, Everyone's like, and I just came down here. to Texas from Minnesota thinking everybody just chill. Let me get this money. People are mean. Yeah, it's like. I like this. Because, you know, it's like those Minnesota nice. people are nice. They're too close to Canada to take this heat. Yeah. They don't want the smoke. I think, if I were him, I'd just be like, I'm going to bow out of this. Yeah. Because, man, y'all are. I don't want to admit that y'all are right. I'm just going to call y'all mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I do think that uh, that the money that we have is going to be spent on a defenseman that can play in our top four. Like, like you know. It'd be so, great. Because, like, why – and it's just a matter of figuring out – because our first-round pick technically is now Lindquist, you know. And it's like – and they're saying that he watched – he was second on ice time as far as the pairing with Miro last year. Uh, but, you know, a lot of that was more power play situation type of stuff. But he's an offensive guy, so it's one of those things. It's like, do you want Miro to move back to his strong side, or do you keep him on the side that he's been playing at where he just scored 70-something goals as a defenseman? Do you want to change that? So that's going to be the big debate is, like, who do they get to help out Miro and Harley? Do you see Harley and them play in the front line together? And then you have, like – and then you don't spend any money where you have a Lindell playing with the the – Lundqvist, because I think that Lindell, we pay him a lot of money. Lindquist is a ta- talented offensive uh, defenseman. I think that that'd be a nice pairing, and then you wouldn't be wasting all that money on Lindell. Because I think that with Lindell, a lot of it was just him playing with Hockenpah, and Hockenpah yeah. is just big. And if you're not the most skilled skater defenseman next to him, then then yeah, then probably. y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble. You know, yeah. one of the moves that the Stars made kind of got buried a little bit uh-huh. in all the talk was the fact that uh, Ben Bishop. Uh, come Saturday is the new player development, the head of player development for the Matt. That's what's I up. Don't know that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, Congratulations. Uh, his contract ends, and he is retired from the NHL and will now be the head of the Stars. Player I'm super cool with that's, that. I like Ben. I like Ben because, you know, he, he whenever they went and got Ben Bishop, even though he was hurt most of the time he was here, he, he let me believe that the franchise is doing the right things and trying to make the right moves to make us win and be successful. Yeah. Because it's like, because, you know, Remember, I had my little Turco band where I stopped <laughs> going to games because of Marty Turco. No disrespect to Turco. I just, whenever I walked into your games, y'all catch big L's, big L's. And I felt like I was behind that. So I had uh, to stop Marty going. Marty Turco, yeah, did. Uh, One of the greatest collegiate. Just, yeah. I mean, just yips. When he was good, he was good. When he was bad, woo. Bad don't describe. It's like, to me, it was like, it's like his life was that was that uh, Vegas series. It's like he playing the Golden Knights every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he reminded me of is um, C.J. Wilson. So oh, yeah. Just was like, man, which one are you going to get? Yeah. And when he got bad, he was just like, this is real bad. Oh. Well, but shout out to Bishop. Wasn't he a Texas tornado as far as junior hockey goes? So I, I think he that. played locally. That's awesome, though. But yeah, 
So uh, yeah, shout out to him because yeah. coming. To, I know he's like from St. He's like from Denver and then or whatever. I'm glad he gets to called, stick but, around yeah. though. I like. But you know that. he likes it here apparently. So. He likes it. Gonna be here for a while, man. Uh, Gonna be here for a while. So what? Let's we can talk a little TV stuff real quick before we get out of here, right? Yeah. So we got that stay streaming, stay streaming. I don't know if y'all saw the question. I switched it up a little bit, just a little bit. So have you been? Have any of y'all watched The Bear or Righteous Gemstones yet? I've been letting them build up. Uh, now I did. The Bear all came out at once. They oh. they released every episode on that on the twenty second. Ah! Ah! Yeah, they all can, yeah, uh whenever they that's whenever they say it's Hulu and FX, if they say Hulu first, they'll put all the episodes out. If they say FX first, you got to wait. So like uh what we do in the shadows, they will not put all those episodes out. But yeah, they're out there. Hey, you got something to do when you get home. You got something to do this weekend. That, that's right. You know I'm saying that's you right. good, you good, yeah, my dude. But, you good, yeah, my dude. The but it's, <laughs> man, the bears. All right, one, so the bears one that I got to do with the old lady. Okay, like, yeah. I can't just maybe I can't. I don't know. But the righteous gemstones, I did at least. I'm all the way. I killed. Okay. I killed since our last show, uh, the past two weeks. Yeah. I am all the way to season three. Okay. All right. Burn. So I don't. Do, I don't want to ruin any cameos for you for the bear. Is it? Does, are you the type of person that gets? It's just cameos. I'm not saying who they are. I haven't seen the bear yet yeah, this season, but you know me. I oh, don't you don't care. care. Whatever, man. Yeah, y'all pause if y'all don't like it. Yeah. But turn the captions off too. <laughs> it's like, all right. Well, yeah. It was because I just focused on the bear because I've been watching gemstones and I don't want to beat everybody down at gemstones talk. But uh, but I feel like that's more I'm beating y'all down with it. But uh, John Mulaney. Uh, in the bear, okay. nice cameo. Makes sense. He's uh, a Chicago guy. Yeah. And uh, Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Same episode. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm in. So, keep watching. I'm not gonna say who's plays who or whatever. No, I got a question for yes. y'all. Do y'all um, do y'all watch Dave? No, no, no. I've seen like I've seen episodes. the first season. I've okay. seen the first season. Now I will say this might be the greatest cameo of all time. Hmm. So towards the end of this season of Dave, Brad Pitt has more than a cameo in it. Dave. Bra- Brad Pitt is in like half the episode. Yeah. And it is fucking nominal. Yeah. So I will just say this. If you've seen or are familiar with the show enough, just go find that episode and watch that one episode. Yeah. And you will not, I repeat, you will not regret it. Okay. It is fucking amazing. Brad Pitt. That's a big get. Okay. Oh, dude. Uh, that's not even the biggest. Uh, that's uh, that whole episode is a get because in the series, if he eventually makes it to like star power, so the person who introduces him to Brad Pitt is um, the girl from uh, Rachel McAdams. Okay. So there's yeah, there's a lot of celebrities that start popping up in in, in day, <laughs> but that but the whole thing like him and him and Brad Pitt are hanging out as friends. Yeah. And it is wildly hilarious. Like I said, shenanigans happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Brad Pitt's yeah. just like, yeah, man, I'm Brad Pitt. Everything you've heard about Brad Pitt about before it was cool and everything was fine. He's like, yeah, I'm Brad Pitt and I smoke marijuana. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. So. but uh, I want you all to see the bear because then you all are going to be like, those are the cameos you went with? Because there's bigger names. So okay. Especially Chicago. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Why, why, like, dude. If you're not trying to, you'd be best to go out there and get that Bill Murray, dog. Oh yeah, nah, I, I, he didn't make it. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
I don't want. I want to lead anybody on. But who would? I mean, like, who would you say is is like? If you got to go with Chicago, I think the top three you got to go with Murray, Jordan, and Oprah. As far as I, you know, the uh, and Obama. If you if you want to if you want to go the a um, Dang. the Mount Rushmore of Chicago, it's got to be Oprah, Jordan, Obama, and Michelle. Because you got because Michelle Chicago's really Michelle's city more than it's Barack's city. So she's gonna be like, hold up, yep, play sorry, boy. glass ceiling, bitch. Gotcha, Oprah. There ain't gonna be two women on that shit. Shoot. How about all right, all right, how about this? How about you just put that rock solid arm of Michelle Obama in and just chisel that into whatever mountain you put it in? She's got she's she got stuff. She got she she's rocked up. She's rocked up. That's from Everybody get fit, off. America. <laughs> it's like, yes, Michelle, I will. Them I will. She ain't jumping rope. She over here hitting them rope. She ah, 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 so, ah, ah. Unfortunately, we're all missing it, yeah. but uh the match. Volume eight. Uh, that's that golf. Yeah. Splash Brothers versus Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. We're all missing it. Um, but are we though? Uh, I'm not. But I tell you what, I like. I like the concept. I like the concept. That was a great deal through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. But I feel like Mahomes and Kelsey and Splash Brothers—they just forcing shit now. Yeah. Like, to me, my thing is, I watch this. I watch. I watch Sports Center tonight when they show me the highlights, so I can watch y'all golf for five minutes instead of spending five hours watching y'all play. It's now just, Brady versus fucking uh, Manning and yeah. some shit like like. Let me get some real. I don't watch know. any of it, man. I, I really like I, I, I will, but it's just has. To, but it's like I, I'm watching something else while I'm watching. Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's still golf. golf. You know, it's, it's yeah, still it's, golf. Golf never has my undivided attention. Golf so, is so like my saying? background show. Golf is my one of my laundry shows. It's one of my chore shows. Like you know, ooh, golf. Put golf on. So what I'm just saying is huh? there is not a pairing that would keep you on it. The whole, no, because it's golf. It's still golf. I'd watch Jordan versus Barkley just to, just to see yes, him bet. That is it. Just that to see him it. bet. I, the thing is, I, I would Jordan versus Barkley because you know they couldn't you help pair, themselves. You got to pair him for the handicap. So it's I just be like Jordan has got to play with like Tiger. I still now. just watch the high. Yeah. All right. Now, if and, you, and all right. Now, Barkley now, if you're talking the best, yeah. If you're talking about like Scotty Scheffler or something, yeah. You know. All right. I'd now we that. talking. Now we talking. That's what I'm saying. Or or get Brooks Kepka because he be talking shit. I like that. It's like Tiger Woods. He's gonna be like, well, "You gonna play with that real, old man?" I want to talk real enemies on this shit. Fucking real people who really dislike each other going at it. Or you know who my boy is? Who's that? Uh, Patrick Reed. I like Patrick Reed. He's an asshole, and I like it. He's like my said, type of asshole. I want Jordan. He don't and take shit. Barkley, but yeah. you just have to find. Yeah, because pa- yes, because you know what? I want Patrick Reed. And Charles Barkley because they both round mounds over here. They some round dudes. And I like. Let's go out here and clown or or daily. How about how about John Daly? I would love oh, that. So partner, I would love partnering that. Jordan with John Daly <laughs> might be the best. Like you're gonna fucking you better start taking this seriously. If I lose the motherfucking Charles Barkley, I swear to fucking God, I lose my shit. I will lose yeah. my brand on television. He's like, you don't like my shirt by Taco Bell, baby. It's like that, this whole thing is a Taco Bell commercial. For me. One big Taco Bell. Crew. But I mean, I was like, Dum, you hear the <laughs> they're, they're either going to hate each other for life or finally fucking make up. Yeah. Jordan versus fucking Barkley. Yeah. And, uh, all I could think about was the matchup that I want. All right. Like, there's no hate between the Splash Brothers, Mahomes, and Kelsey. Like, I liked Brady versus Manning. You know, there's that competition there. But I think you can come up with some great, some great shit. I actually came up with a really great, not really great, mm-hmm. but a, a, an interesting idea because. There's people who like golf. There's people who like celebrities. 
and, and who like will watch stuff like this. If they had a celebrity pro am tour, just was like, hey man, we're just gonna go around. We got certain celebrities that go to every golf tournament, and but each stop, there's also the local celebrities that then play in the tournament. So you got like all your athletes from Dallas are gonna play your, and they're gonna play your kind of your cast of regular celebrities. And go do that, where it's like basically the Pebble Beach Pro-Am every time. Everybody's mic'd up. You know, it's... If I liked golf more, I would watch that. Yeah, it's just... I just don't like I don't... I don't... It's like I said, it's like... The most golf I ever watched was still Sunday, and I'm still doing laundry. I'm still... The most golf that I watch also is I watch the the Pro-Am. Actually, the most golf I ever watch is whenever I bartend at Gold Nugget. I was going to say, I watch it at the bar. Because, you know, yeah, because, you know, I can't change the channel. And those guys ended up... Some of my oldest friends. I get a kick out of Alice Cooper playing golf. Yeah. Every single time I watch it, I'm just like, that's funny. Shockingly, Patrick Lucas, shout out Patrick Lucas, that fool every Sunday asks for Sam to put on golf. Yeah. Blows my mind. Part of his time. Sunday routine. Bro. Yeah. You know, it's just one and of those he things. He actually like, gets into it. He's watching it. Yeah. He's paying attention. Can tell you what's happened in the three days leading up. Blows my mind every time. Guys, any suggestions for this week uh, as we're streaming before we close things out? Anything oh, good man. that you want to pass along? Finish the bear. <laughs> Finish the bear. That's Finish the bear. Uh, I will shoot you some text because uh, I'm going to try and have like at least one couch day of just streaming stuff, okay. and I'll kick you some ideas. All right. I, can't, I don't have anything fresh for y'all now, but we'll definitely talk about next week on Stay Streaming. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything. I watched... I'm going to watch Joey Chestnut this. eat a bunch of hot dogs on I'm not. Tuesday. That shit grosses me out. I'll start, and I'll be like, ugh, y'all nasty. You know what? Fourth of July. Oh, okay. So, Fourth of July. I don't know. No, nobody going to give no love to the Band of Brothers? Nah. I, mean, I probably won't watch it again this time, but I do love it, and I will rewatch it at some point. Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm Kenyan-American. It's like, <laughs> I haven't watched the Pacific in a while. Yeah, the Pacific like to me, Band of Brothers, it's like Band of Brothers, is the better one, but yeah, Pacific but Band of Brothers is more like sad. it's more like a every five years I gotta watch it. It's not like an annual. At this point, oh yeah, for yeah, sure, you know, yeah. but God is so good. Yeah, I almost had it. I almost had to hit my wife in the face. She was like, "Are you crying during this?" I'm like, oh bitch, <laughs> you shut your goddamn. Horse I ain't doing that soft shit. No, I ain't doing. It. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I ain't cry, but you ain't soft for crying. Man, Man, I didn't cry. I was, almost, but I was tearing. Allergies. Allergies I was tearing. Me. I'm not oh, crying. Wow. You crying. I'm talking about, man, like. Well, hey. What is this salty? I am hungry right now. So <laughs> my stomach is grumbling. I hope y'all don't hear that. But yeah. Mary, please order me that chicken fried steak. I'm on my way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Chicken fried steak. Smell you later. Smell you later. Later.